Welcome to HackerCast, an AI-generated podcast summary of Hacker News. I'm your host, GPT-4. Today is May 5th, 2023. Let's get started. Part 1, Favorites. 2. Google We Have No Moat, and Neither Does OpenAI from Semianalysis.com. The article Google We Have No Moat, and Neither Does OpenAI, discusses a leaked Google researcher's document arguing that open-source AI is outcompeting Google and OpenAI in the development race. The researcher emphasizes the advantages of open-source models, such as being more private, customizable, and faster in achieving results. Developments in open-source AI can be attributed to smaller models, quickly iterated upon, and high-quality datasets. In response to these advancements, the researcher proposes that companies like Google should focus on collaborating with external experts and enabling third-party integrations. This would create a shift from trying to maintain control of proprietary models to becoming leaders in the open-source community. The article cites Meta as a prime example of a company benefiting from the open-source boom, as they have owned the ecosystem where innovation occurs. The rapid growth of open-source language models demonstrates the need for tech giants like Google and OpenAI to adapt their strategies and engage with these communities. In doing so, they can drive innovation while maintaining relevance in the ever-evolving AI landscape. 3. It's a door able from case.me. In this episode, we delve into a unique piece titled It's a door able that has recently gained attention. The article showcases a charming and innovative mini-game that serves as a creative way to send personalized messages to loved ones or to broadcast them to the general public. The mini-game itself stands out as a simple yet engaging form of interactive entertainment. Participants are encouraged to add their personal message, which is then incorporated into the gameplay. Once the message is formulated, the link can be sent to the recipient, or in case of a public declaration, shared with a wider audience. Furthermore, the creator extends an invitation to support their work on Patreon, thus enabling the continued development of open-source, playful projects like this one. In essence, its Adorable represents a delightful and refreshing break from conventional digital communication methods. It encourages genuine human connection and playfulness through interactive technology, ultimately reminding the sender and the recipient of the joy that can be found in light-hearted exchanges. The significance of this article lies in the celebration of creativity and alternative ways to deepen our connections with others in a technologically driven age. 4. Replit's new code LLM, open source, 77% smaller than Codex, trained in one week from latent.space. This hacker news article delves into an interview with Reza Shabani, the head of AI at Replit, an online coding platform that recently partnered with Google and received significant funding. Shabani shares his professional journey and discusses the company's successes, including building a data platform and developing the state-of-the-art code LLM, Replit Code V13B. The article further explores a podcast conversation between Alessio Finelli, Swix, and Shabani, where they discuss the evolution of language models, the developmental process of Replit Ghost Writer, and the importance of traditional machine learning skills. They also address the unique challenges in benchmarking code LLMs and the potential for formalizing more intuitive evaluation methods. Finally, Shabani and Swix analyze the differences and effectiveness of the Ghostwriter and Kogan Salesforce models in handling various coding tasks, highlighting their nuances in understanding code snippets and functionality in chatbot contexts. This article offers valuable insights into the world of Replit, its AI developments, and the future of coding assistance. 5. Significant breakthrough in search for Parkinson's biomarker from MichaeliFox.org. The Michael J. Fox Foundation for Parkinson's Research has recently announced a groundbreaking development in Parkinson's detection, detailed in a paper published in the Lancet Neurology Journal. The study, called Parkinson's Progression Markers Initiative, PPMI, 
has developed a revolutionary biological test called the alpha-synuclein seed amplification assay, alpha-sin-sa. This test demonstrates high diagnostic accuracy, differentiates molecular subtypes, and detects Parkinson's disease before cardinal movement symptoms appear. Remarkably, this is the first time that researchers and clinicians can use biology rather than clinical assessments and patient-reported outcomes to objectively identify, define, and monitor Parkinson's disease. Validated in over 1,100 PPMI participants, the alpha-sin-sa distinguishes Parkinson's from control volunteers with a sensitivity of 88% and specificity of 96%. This breakthrough has significant implications for the understanding and treatment of Parkinson's disease. The alpha-sin-sa enables a more accurate diagnosis, as well as early detection of disease pathology, which is crucial for designing effective clinical trials and assessing treatment effects. According to the PPMI principal investigator, Kenneth Marek, MD, the alpha-sin-sa is already unlocking new understanding of Parkinson's, which will transform every aspect of drug development and ultimately clinical care. Thus, the development of the alpha-sin-sa test marks a substantial stride forward in the ongoing battle against Parkinson's disease, opening doors for improved treatment options and potentially life-changing outcomes for patients. 6. Live Starlink Satellite and Coverage Map from SatelliteMap.Space the ever-growing constellation of SpaceX's Starlink satellites can now be visualized through a user-friendly app called Live Starlink Satellite and Coverage Map. This app not only serves as a guide for avid space enthusiasts but also helps users witness the progress of Starlink's mission to provide internet access across the globe. As we delve into the app, one can find an array of features that display the current positions of Starlink satellites, as well as existing and planned ground stations. Enabling the toggle scope feature can lower CPU usage, while viewing the satellite dots, ensuring smooth functioning of the app. This application offers an incremental search of currently filtered satellites based on NORAD numbers, labels, ground station locations, re-entries, launches, space stations, and missions. Furthermore, it demonstrates possible coverage areas based on existing and planned ground stations and highlights users who have claimed the service, pre-orders, or interest. To quote the app description, the app is now on the Google Play Store at a low fixed price. It is not a freemium, subscription, or ad-supported app. This detail reflects the application's commitment to accessible and uninterrupted service for its users. The significance of this app lies in its ability to provide real-time updates and visuals of the Starlink constellation, further fueling global interest in space technology and internet connectivity advancements. It also assists potential users in monitoring the coverage map and staying updated on the availability of Starlink's internet services in their location. 7. Internet in a Box from InternetInABox.org Mandela's Library of Alexandria, titled Internet in a Box, introduces a powerful tool designed to make the internet accessible in remote and underprivileged communities. By acting as an offline source of information, the Internet in a Box functions as a learning hotspot for anyone nearby with a smartphone, tablet, or laptop. The Internet in a Box is easily installable on Raspberry Pi devices or Linux PCs, and it brings numerous benefits to schools, clinics, and families by providing them with free content targeted to fulfill their unique needs. This ingenious content is available in multiple languages and installable from various online libraries, such as Kiwix, OR2Go, and Archive.org. In terms of applications, users have access to almost 40 powerful apps for teachers and students with the option to incorporate a complete learning management system. LMS, such as Colibri, Moodle, Nextcloud, Sugarizer, or WordPress. Schools, clinics, and libraries worldwide take advantage of the internet in a box as it's supported by professional volunteers from around the globe, working side-by-side -side with these institutions and the Wikipedia community in particular. 
the potential impact of the internet in a box on education and information accessibility is significant. Remote communities will have the chance to expand their educational horizons, from acquiring valuable information to embracing practical applications for everyday learning. As a grassroots learning movement, the Internet in a Box initiative is transforming communities by connecting them to the world with this innovative resource. 8. Chess is booming among teens from Polygon.com. In an insightful piece by Nicole Carpenter from Polygon, we observe the fascinating resurgence of chess among teenagers in recent times. The 1972 World Chess Championship sowed the seeds for its popularity, while Netflix's The Queen's Gambit in 2020 acted as an accelerant. Now, chess clubs boast record numbers, with chess.com even upgrading its servers to accommodate around 12 million active users daily. Chess content creator Levy Rosman, Gotham Chess, notes the pervasiveness of chess among U.S. middle and high schools, with students actively engaging in chess discussions and memes. The game's newfound popularity is also fueled by its online presence through platforms like Twitch and YouTube, as well as endorsements from celebrities and sports stars. Educators acknowledge the benefits of chess in developing skills such as strategizing, problem-solving, and creative thinking. Furthermore, the Queen's Gambit has augmented the inclusivity quotient, enticing more women and girls to indulge in the game. The article highlights how the younger generation is breaking away from the confines of rigid perfection in chess, embracing their imperfections, and making the game more approachable for all. In conclusion, the increasing lure of chess among teens is a positive development, fostering a sense of community and sharpening vital cognitive abilities. 9. My product is my garden from herman.bearblog.dev. In an introspective blog post titled My Product is My Garden, the author navigates through their journey in the internet startup scene. They reflect on their experiences with various subcultures, such as bootstrappers and VC-backed startups. After working in a VC-backed startup, the author shifted to the bootstrap route with their own product, influenced by the indie hackers movement. However, they found that this approach was still filled with distractions and superficial appeals. Seeking an alternative perspective and inspired by their girlfriend's gardening endeavors during the early days of lockdown, the author adopts the gardening analogy for their product development process. They desire a more organic and connected experience with their products, emphasizing the joy of creating things that don't scale and cherishing the small, yet passionate communities around them. They have achieved this with their Just Sketch Me project and are aiming to create a similar experience with Bear Blog. The author acknowledges the need for basic profitability to maintain this philosophy but emphasizes a focus on providing an ever-improving experience for users rather than growth at all costs. As they beautifully conclude, this is my garden, and I intend to putter. The article is a testament to the importance of finding one's unique approach to product and community development. By drawing an analogy to gardening, the author is putting forth a deliberate and incremental strategy that fosters the creativity and enjoyment that comes from nurturing their projects, close to their hearts. In essence, it's an urbane and enriching alternative to the relentless pursuit of growth and scaling that pervades much of the internet startup scene. Part 2. Show HN. 1. News Minimalist, only significant news from newsminimalist.com. Ah, the exquisite charm of minimalism. Today, we take a look at an article titled News Minimalist, Only Significant News. It provides a fascinating daily digest of only the most significant news, a refreshing departure from the constant cacophony of today's world. Delighting in simplicity, today's entry highlights but one article scoring over six-tenths in significance. Courtesy of The Guardian, we learn of the UK's Competition and Markets Authority, CMA, emerging as a global tech regulator. Alas, no further news of remarkable significance graced today's dispatch. Yet, the minimalist approach is not without its allure. By subscribing to the daily newsletter, 
one can receive hand-selected summaries of news with a significance of over 6.5 typically around three stories per day. As a result, the very essence of the day's most critical developments is distilled into an accessible and enjoyable format for the discerning listener, a reprieve from the deluge of tumultuous headlines. In an age of information overload, the brilliance of news minimalist lies in its ability to cut through the noise and deliver only news deemed meaningful to its readers. Cherishing such a source amidst the endless streams of trivialities, one may find solace in the idea that, as Ludwig Mies van der Rohe once said, less is more. 2. Frogmouth, a markdown browser for the terminal from github.com. Stumbling across an interesting project named Frogmouth, a markdown browser designed specifically for the terminal. It is an intriguing innovation for those looking to enhance their terminal experience. Delving further into the specifics, Frogmouth was built using Textual and allows users to open MD files both locally and through URLs. Its features encompass browser-like navigation, history, bookmarks, and a table of contents, promoting a seamless user experience. Compatible with Linux, Mac OS, and Windows systems, Frogmouth requires Python 3.8 or above to operate. In order to install Frogmouth, Pipex is suggested as the hassle-free method, particularly for individuals less familiar with Python development. Once installation has taken place, launching Frogmouth is as simple as entering the command into the prompt, followed by the path to a designated markdown file. Mouse or keyboard navigation capabilities are available, with the tab and shift apostrophe plus tab keys as the primary method to maneuver through various on-screen controls. Frogmouth's list of features includes loading readme files directly from GitHub repositories with the gh command. The application's address bar also accommodates this functionality. For any users intrigued by this project, joining the textual Discord server would be a fruitful avenue offering further information and updates regarding the app. In light of the modernization and efficiency of contemporary tools, Frogmouth provides a substantial improvement upon terminal usage. Its compatibility with multiple operating systems and user-friendly features bestow a streamlined experience, marking it a significant and noteworthy contributor to the realm of technological advancements. 3. Curl, a free text-based social bookmarking website from curl.io. Curl, a new social bookmarking website, allows users to compile and share interesting web content. Upon exploring the website, one discovers a list of links which have been saved by various users. Each link is accompanied by a username and a save count, indicating that anonymity is not absolute. The content varies, ranging from news articles to tutorial pages, with valuable resources filtered through the community selections. Curl can be considered as an alternative online gathering place for sharing and discovering resources. While the anonymity factor differs from social media platforms like Facebook or LinkedIn, it aligns with the nature of the hacker news community. This website offers a platform for users who prefer to minimize personal information while still engaging in online communities. As Curl contributes to the growing roster of platforms that allow users to curate and engage with content, its anonymous nature distinguishes it from its competitors. In an internet landscape where privacy continues to be a concern, Curl offers a respite for those seeking to explore content without revealing too much information about themselves. Part 3. Code. 1. I want to talk about WebGPU from cohost.org. The article I want to talk about WebGPU delves into the development and potentials of WebGPU, a new low-level API for graphics programming in web browsers. Set to replace WebGL, WebGPU offers better performance, compatibility, and ease of portability. The author provides resources and recommendations for developers to start exploring WebGPU, touching on its integration with different programming languages, especially Rust. While WebGPU is still emerging, 
there's optimism for its future impact on graphics programming on the web, overcoming challenges such as cross-platform compatibility, legal concerns, and device limitations. In the Hacker News discussion, users discuss Mozilla's implementation of WebGPU and Firefox as well as their experiences with different graphics APIs and languages, emphasizing the excitement around WebGPU's potential for transforming the landscape of graphics programming. 2. Mojo, a new programming language for AI developers from Modular.com. Delight your auditory senses with an exploration of Mojo, a new programming language intended to cater to AI developers. This innovative language combines the usability of Python with the performance of C, paving the way for unparalleled programmability of AI hardware, and extensibility of AI models. Thus, allowing developers to delve into low-level AI hardware programming without the need to fall back on C++ or CUDA. The article examines Mojo's groundbreaking features, including progressive types, which enhances performance and error checking, zero-cost abstractions that give you control over storage allocation, the ownership and borrow checker for memory safety, portable parametric algorithms, which depend on compile-time metaprogramming to produce hardware-agnostic systems, and language-integrated auto-tuning, which automatically fine-tunes various parameters. Let us savor a quote that encapsulates the spirit of Mojo, utilize the full power of the hardware, including multiple cores, vector units, and exotic accelerator units, with the world's most advanced compiler and heterogeneous runtime. Achieve performance on par with C++ and CUDA without the complexity. Mojo leverages MLIR for parallel processing across multiple cores, threads, and AI hardware units, offering interoperability with Python's ecosystem and support for libraries like NumPy and Matplotlib. For those interested in upgrading their models and modular stacks, Mojo allows for easy integration of pre- and post-processing operations, as well as custom features. Moreover, the article invites readers to try Mojo in their playground, a Jupyter Hub-based interactive environment to experiment and learn. In essence, Mojo is a powerful programming language that has the potential to revolutionize AI development with its multitude of features and compatibility with popular Python libraries. Its language-integrated auto-tuning and parallelization bring forth an exciting future for AI programming, where efficiency and ease of use coalesce into a singular, transformative language. 3. The 7 Programming R Languages from Madhadran.com the Seven Programming R Languages article offers a fascinating examination of software fundamentals and delves into seven distinct R languages that exist within the programming world today. The author highlights common patterns found across different programming languages and outlines the histories and key features of these R languages Algol, Lisp, ML, Functional Languages, Self, Object Oriented Languages, Fourth, Stack Languages, APL, Array Languages, and Prolog, Logic Languages. Algol forms the basis for popular languages such as Java, Python, and JavaScript, while other families, like Lisp, have given rise to a variety of dialects designed to tackle specific problems. Fourth emphasizes simplicity and efficiency, whereas horn clauses, rooted in first-order logic principles, are largely represented by Prolog. By understanding the foundational concepts of these R languages, programmers can select the most suitable language for their purposes and enhance their learning of other languages within the same family. The author recommends acquiring proficiency in an Algol language before branching out into other programming families for a broader understanding of programming concepts. Overall, the article reinforces the importance of continuous exploration and growth in the field of programming. 4. Grokking Simplicity, Taming Complex Software with Functional Thinking from Baggerbach.com The article presents a summary and notes on Eric Norman's book Grokking Simplicity, Taming Complex Software with Functional Thinking which explains functional programming principles and techniques. 
This paradigm relies on mathematical functions and pure, side-effect-free functions. Some core concepts that the book covers include actions, calculations, and data, stratified design, immutability, and higher-order tools for functional programming. In addition to the book's content, the article also delves into specific JavaScript programming concepts like the update and nested update functions and handling asynchronous tasks through the event loop and job queue. Moreover, it explores the reactive and onion architecture patterns. Reactive architecture revolves around event-driven applications and is quite relevant to web UI frameworks and state management systems, while onion architecture is characterized by organizing code in concentric layers with specific responsibilities. Ultimately, the article highlights the importance of understanding the nuances of different programming approaches and that practical considerations like readability, development speed, and system performance should also factor into a developer's decision-making process. Knowing the benefits and trade-offs of different architectures allows developers to make more informed decisions that can lead to better software design and maintainability. Part 4. Data 1. Bank failures visualized from observable.com In this intriguing article from Observable, titled Bank Failures by Mike Bostick, the author delves into the complex world of bank failures and the subsequent analysis of such occurrences. The main body of the article focuses on the intricate details of bank failures, examining the reasons behind these events, and their potential impact on the economy. It goes in-depth about the causes of such failures, ranging from poor management and inadequate capitalization to external factors such as market downturns or regulatory changes. The article also presents an interactive data visualization, shedding light on the patterns and trends observed in bank failures. A notable quote from the article elaborates the importance of understanding these occurrences. Perform complex data analysis. Publish your findings in a compelling document. All in the same tool. This highlights the significance of analyzing data and presenting the results in an accessible format, allowing readers to grasp the magnitude of the issue at hand. In conclusion, the content of this article carries great significance for readers, as it sheds light on the intricate and often misunderstood phenomena of bank failures. By examining the reasons behind these events and presenting a comprehensive data visualization, Mike Bostick's article encourages a deeper understanding of the financial world and the challenges that banks may face in navigating turbulent economic waters. 2. EVA-AI Relational Database System from GitHub.com This article delves into the AI Relational Database System, a project by Georgia Tech called SQL Meets Deep Learning that can be found on GitHub. The repository explores the potential of integrating SQL and deep learning into a relational database system designed for building faster AI-powered applications tailored for both structured and unstructured data. An update in the repository highlights the implementation of ChatGPT, Whisper, and Hugging Face in a tutorial notebook that provides step-by-step guidance on using these technologies to incorporate conversational AI and advanced parsing capabilities. This includes support for Yulov 8 pipelines for object detection and accelerates AI pipelines by 10-100x through a collection of optimizations taken from relational database systems, such as function caching, sampling, and cost-based predicate reordering. EVA is implemented in Python and supports an AI-oriented SQL-like query language optimized for analyzing unstructured data. It offers various models for object detection, question answering, OCR, text sentiment classification, and many more applications. The comprehensive project showcases the significance of integrating advanced deep learning and AI technologies to improve and optimize everyday applications, as well as fostering community collaboration through open-source development. 3. Exciting SQLite Improvement Since 2020 from blog.airsql.com In this engaging article titled Exciting SQLite Improvement Since 2020, we explore the recent enhancements and misconceptions surrounding SQLite, 
a platform that hosts SQLite databases and automatically generates a GraphQL API, a spreadsheet UI, and SQL Workbench, and a dashboard builder for each database. It is important to challenge the widespread misconception that SQLite is a stagnant or outdated technology. On the contrary, the software continues to improve and evolve, as evidenced by some of the exciting developments since 2020. The article highlights some of the key recent improvements in SQLite, focusing on changes related to supported SQL instructions and the CLI. These updates include the addition of the unhex function, the base64 and base85 functions in the CLI, and enhancements to pragma integrity underscore check. Furthermore, SQLite has seen numerous improvements to the query planner that boost performance and robustness. For a comprehensive list of all these changes, readers are referred to the official SQLite release history page. Shedding light on the current significance of SQLite, the author states, this list should make it clear that SQLite is still as relevant as ever. Personally, it's now my database of choice for most projects. They go on to explain that while SQLite may not possess all the features of other databases like Postgres, it compensates with other advantages, ease of deployment, the ability to copy, move, and edit it like any other file, and high performance. In conclusion, SQLite remains a robust and valuable database software, and its ongoing enhancements only serve to reinforce its relevance and utility in the modern software development landscape. 4. Visily, query and visualize your data in seconds from Visily.fyi. Delving into the world of automated data insights, an intriguing contribution has emerged under the name Visily. The topic at hand centers around the automation of data visualization utilizing the power of ChatGPT. As a revolutionary tool, Visily holds the potential to generate insights and craft intuitive dashboards with remarkable speed. The main appeal of this software lies in its capacity to transform the way users interpret and analyze data by making the process streamlined and efficient. With innovative applications, Visily aims to alleviate the workload of data analysts and allow for quick and accurate reporting. Visily employs the use of ChatGPT, a state-of-the-art platform designed to analyze data and provide summaries or predictions based on the given dataset. This dynamic tool enhances the overall user experience, making the comprehension of complex data much more manageable. The significance of Visily and its automation of data visualization should not be underestimated. In today's fast-paced world, the demand for quick and accurate data interpretation is immense. The development and adoption of such tools allow businesses, researchers, and individuals to make informed decisions based on data-driven insights. By incorporating Visily into their operations, users can efficiently navigate the vast landscape of information and make the most of the data available to them. Undoubtedly, this groundbreaking technology is set to have a profound impact on the future of data analytics and visualization. Part 5. Design. 1. iCandyFromIcandy.com Diving into the mesmerizing world of visual techniques, the article presents the iCandy, Visual Technique Library. This library is a remarkable collection of captivating images and innovative techniques used in various creative works. It invites the user to explore and get lost in the inventive and fantastical landscape of visual technique artistry. The main body of the article highlights intriguing examples from the iCandy library, showcasing the multitude of techniques employed in different projects. Noteworthy works include Crazy Popcorn, 2023, which utilizes lens wipes, POV, low angle, dolly zoom, stable diffusion, and match cut, among others. Another example is the Nike, Waffle, 2022, campaign, which features illustrated animation, collage, and kinetic typography. An interesting spotlight is placed on English director Edgar Wright, renowned for his unique editing style and meticulous sound design. Wright's work, including films such as Baby Driver, 2017, 
Shaun of the Dead, 2004, Hot Fuzz, 2007, and Last Night in Soho, 2021, is characterized by his extensive use of quick cuts, dolly zooms, whip pans, and wipes. The article encourages readers to explore Wright's visuals further in iCandy's library. As we delve into the significance of the iCandy library, it is evident that this collection serves as an invaluable resource for visual technique enthusiasts, artists, and filmmakers alike. It not only acts as a source of inspiration but also promotes learning and experimentation with diverse visual techniques. A quote from the article encapsulates the essence of eye candy, urging readers to enjoy. Learn. Don't gatekeep. In essence, the eye candy, visual technique library is an exceptional ode to the creative process and the power of visual storytelling. It encourages users to immerse themselves in the art, broadening their perspectives and kindling their imagination as they navigate through the world of visual techniques. 2. Krita, a professional free and open-source painting program from Krita.org. Venturing into the realm of digital art, we stumble upon a noteworthy tool. Krita, a product brought to life by artists who hold dear the idea of accessible and affordable tools for everyone, extends the pulse of creative freedom to all its users. As a professional, free, and open-source painting program, Krita is undeniably an attractive choice for artists looking for that perfect, economic software to supplement or catalyze their growth. Diving deeper into Krita, one finds all the features an artist might require, along with free educational resources and a supportive, amicable community. As one user puts it, it is clear that Krita is not half-baked or an amateur home project. Indeed, it looks and feels very professional. The significance of this software in the artistic realm is indisputable. For aspiring artists who wish to explore and harness their talents without the burden of financial constraints, Krita emerges as an invaluable companion. Through its open-source nature and tireless volunteer efforts, Krita shows its commitment to nurturing artists and fostering creative growth. Be it students, professionals, or hobbyists, this alluring software is a beacon of creative freedom and a testament to the power of community-driven innovation. 3. Guidelines for Brutalist Web Design from BrutalistWeb.de Sign In the thought-provoking piece Brutalist Web Design, author David Bryant Copeland delves into the concept of Brutalist Web Design, connecting it to Brutalist Architecture, and its guiding principles. The term brutalism originates from the French term baton brut, translating to raw concrete. Brutalist web design emphasizes the importance of raw content and prioritizes website visitors. It aims to provide websites with honesty about their purpose and functionality. The author then goes on to explain that a website should focus on providing visitors with content to enjoy and ways to interact. Copeland lists several guidelines for brutalist web design that aim to make websites more genuine in their purpose and less focused on unnecessary design aspects. The detailed guidelines include ensuring content is readable on various screens and devices, limiting clickable elements to hyperlinks and buttons, maintaining consistency with hyperlink and button appearance, and guaranteeing proper functioning of the back button. The guidelines also emphasize the importance of scrolling and user control over content consumption, avoiding unrelated content, and making performance a priority. The author asserts that a significant aspect of digital content creation should be to focus on the user and ensure user satisfaction. By embracing brutalist web design, this can be achieved. Copeland concludes his piece with an attractive call to action, stating that how amazing would it be to have readable text, clearly marked interaction points, unobtrusive advertising, all wrapped up in a fast-loading site you could consume using the native tools of your chosen device? He advises others to design with the content and the visitor in mind rather than focusing on decoration or tricking users into clicking ads. By concentrating on these principles, Brutalist Web Design aims to ensure a positive experience for the website visitor. Part 6. Books. 1. 
Pure SH Bible from GitHub.com. This article, titled GitHub, Dylan R. App slash Pure SH Bible, Open Book, a collection of pure POSIX SH alternatives to external processes, introduces a valuable compilation of pure POSIX shell, SH, alternatives to external processes. These alternatives aim to help remove unnecessary dependencies from scripts for increased speed and efficiency. The article provides numerous example functions and usages of POSIX shell tasks, such as trimming quotes from strings, parsing key value pair files, and counting files or directories in a folder. Additionally, the piece emphasizes the importance of handling word splitting and globbing in a safe manner and the proper use of case statements for checking string contents. Another part of the text, titled Count All Files in Deer, discusses alternative functions for built-in commands like touch, durname, base name, and sec, while delving into various shell features like parameter expansion and arithmetic operators. Overall, the article proves significant for readers interested in optimizing their shell scripts using built-in POSIX shell features, as the Pure SH Bible provides a comprehensive resource for enhancing script efficiency. 2. The Linux Kernel Module Programming Guide from sysprog21.github.io The Hacker News Newsletter features an insightful article on the Linux Kernel Module Programming Guide, a free book that offers valuable information on kernel modules, which are code pieces that extend the kernel's functionality without the need for a system reboot. The guide has been updated for different kernels, is open source, and invites contributions and suggestions from users. The article provides a comprehensive guide on creating, compiling, installing, and removing kernel modules, emphasizing the use of makefiles and differences between kernel versions. It also discusses the history and evolution of kernel modules and demonstrates the creation of a simple kernel module. The author explores various macros, their functions, and essential aspects such as managing memory, licensing, and passing command line arguments to modules. Furthermore, the article highlights command line argument passing in software modules and provides detailed code examples and suggestions for experimentation. It also briefly discusses modules spanning multiple files, version strings, and overcoming potential problems with version magics. Overall, the article serves as a valuable resource for users interested in programming kernel modules for the Linux operating system, offering in-depth information on various topics and practical examples for better understanding. However, due to some incomplete information provided in the text, it is essential to have access to the full article to obtain a comprehensive understanding of the discussed concepts. 3. How to Design Program 2nd Edition from HTDP.org The article discusses the significance of good programming and systematic program design pointing out the necessity of these skills in various professions. It explores the concepts of design recipes and iterative refinement as crucial aspects of systematic programming. Additionally, the article introduces DR Racket, a programming environment for novices, and emphasizes the importance of hands-on practice through the use of teaching languages like Beginning Student Language, BSL, specifically designed for learners. The authors of the article highlight the value of developing transferable skills by learning to design programs systematically reinforcing its relevance for professionals in different fields. Moreover, they share details of their program design book, which offers a comprehensive learning experience for those interested in programming and program design. The article also emphasizes the improvements and updates in the second edition of the book, including a stronger focus on event-driven and batch programs, exercises on design by composition, and revised terminology and notation. Lastly, the authors acknowledge the numerous individuals and organizations contributing to the development of the second edition of How to Design Programs, shedding light on the collaborative nature of its creation. 
Overall, the article underscores the importance of a systematic approach to program design, enabling novice programmers to improve their analytical and problem-solving abilities while preparing them for professional programming languages. Part 7. Working. Part 8. Learn. 1. Vacations in the Soviet Union from daily.jster.org. In Workers of the World, Take PTO, the author delves into the history of vacations in the Soviet Union, where paid time off, PTO, was introduced long before other industrialized countries. The Communist Party tightly controlled vacations, providing ways for workers to spend their time, often encouraging group vacations with strangers instead of friends or family. The article provides a comprehensive overview of the strict and regulated nature of vacations under the Soviet regime and how these policies eventually eroded, as people demanded more choice and independence in their leisure time. A key point highlighted is the significant role the state played in shaping and controlling how citizens spent their vacations, using leisure and PTO as both a social responsibility and a means to foster group cohesion and strengthen the collective. In the article The USSR's Invisible Cuisine featured on Jaster Daily, the author explores the culinary history of the Soviet Union, emphasizing how the state played a significant role in shaping and controlling the food consumption of its citizens. Jaster Daily provides context for current events using scholarship found in Jaster, a digital library of academic journals, books, and other materials focusing on peer-reviewed research. The significance of these articles lies in their exploration of the extent to which the Soviet state controlled various aspects of its citizens' lives, from leisure and vacations to food consumption. By understanding these historical contexts, readers can better appreciate the importance of individual choice and independence in modern society, and the potential dangers of excessive state control. 2. Orbital Mechanics from Brainig.us this article presents a comprehensive analysis of orbital mechanics and celestial mechanics, focusing on various aspects such as satellite orbits, Kepler's laws of planetary motion, orbit perturbations, and orbit maneuvers. The article also delves into the methods of orbit transfers, plane changes, and orbit maintenance for space vehicles. The content covers the fundamentals of Newton's laws of motion and universal gravitation, as well as the six orbital elements required to describe an orbit mathematically. Several types of orbits like geosynchronous, polar, and sun-synchronous orbits are also discussed along with Kepler's laws application to planetary and satellite motion. The article explains essentials like centripetal force, acceleration, and the relationship between angular velocity and revolution period. A detailed explanation of orbit perturbations, including third-body perturbations, atmospheric drag, and solar radiation, is provided, affecting orbit stability and motion. Orbit maneuvers such as Hohmann transfer orbits, one-tangent burn, and electric propulsion for a constant low-thrust burn are also discussed. The article emphasizes the issues of orbit rendezvous, launch windows, and orbit maintenance, explaining that precision and accurate calculations are paramount in executing orbital transfers, plane changes, and satellite positioning. Significance, this article is an excellent resource for readers interested in understanding the complex world of spaceflight and the mechanics governing satellite orbits. It provides a solid foundation in the fundamental concepts, equations, and principles that can help analyze celestial bodies' motion and orbits and ultimately improve space navigation efficiency. 3. Is infinity an odd or even number? From math.stackexchange.com. This discussion on mathematics stack exchange, titled Is Infinity an Odd or Even Number? revolves around users debating if infinity can be classified as an odd or even number. User JDH argues that every infinite cardinal is even based on the definition that a number is even when it can be divided into pairs, both for finite and infinite sets. However, other users caution that there are multiple notions of infinity in mathematics, and the answer largely depends on the specific type of infinity considered. 
In exploring odd and even infinity numbers, the article delves into polynomial functions with integer coefficients, extending parity arithmetic to infinite elements to define even and odd infinity numbers. It provides several examples of such extensions but does not reach any definitive conclusion on assigning a particular parity to the infinite element x. The author notes that there are number systems with unique extensions to parity arithmetic, such as rational numbers with odd denominators and Gaussian integers with an imaginary unit I defined as odd. On the other hand, there are number rings with no extension of parity or multiple possible extensions. The author recommends Rudy Rucker's book Infinity and the Mind as an accessible yet faithful introduction to the different notions of infinity in mathematics. Overall, this discussion highlights the complexity and varying concepts of infinity within mathematics and the absence of a consensus on whether infinity can indeed be categorized as odd or even. The debate's significance lies in encouraging deeper exploration of mathematical definitions and our understanding of the concept of infinity. 5. Satellite data reveal nearly 20k previously unknown deep-sea mountains from sciencenews.org. In an article titled Satellite Data Reveal Nearly 20,000 Previously Unknown Deep-Sea Mountains, published in Science News, the writer reports that global satellite observations have discovered nearly 20,000 previously unidentified underwater mountains, known as seamounts. These findings significantly expand our knowledge of Earth's oceans and underwater geological features. The main body of the article explains that just like mountains on land, seamounts rise above the ocean floor and are often formed from volcanic activity. They provide habitats for marine biodiversity, largely due to their craggy walls offering numerous hiding places and acting as stirring rods in the ocean, promoting upwelling of nutrient-rich waters. Prior to this discovery, around 24,600 seamounts had been mapped using sonar technology, which despite being expensive and time-intensive, had only covered approximately 20% of the ocean. The researchers behind this discovery have relied on satellite data to overcome these limitations and offer a complete picture of the world's oceans. By observing the height of the sea surface through satellite measurements, the researchers identified small, centimeter-scale bumps caused by the gravitational influence of seamounts. Of the 19,325 newly discovered seamounts, most are relatively small, with heights ranging between 700 and 2,500 meters. The researchers compared their observations with existing sonar maps, confirming that the newly discovered seamounts are indeed real. The implications of this discovery for our understanding of Earth's oceans are significant. The number of known seamounts has effectively doubled, revealing the existence of many more underwater geological features that have yet to be explored. This development could also have potential implications for maritime safety, as some small seamounts may pose a risk to submarines and other underwater vessels. The article cites the example of a nuclear submarine that collided with an uncharted seamount in the South China Sea in 2021, demonstrating the potential importance of these newly discovered features to be acknowledged and documented to ensure safe navigation. Overall, the article emphasizes the significance of these findings in improving our understanding of underwater geological features and their potential implications on ocean biodiversity and human activities, as well as the importance of continued research and exploration in this field. Part 9, Startup News 1. FakeSpot is acquired by Mozilla from FakeSpot.com In an elegant turn of events, FakeSpot, a technology company devoted to trust, privacy, and security, has been acquired by Mozilla, the titan responsible for the Firefox browser. In a harmonious union of like-minded entities, this pairing comes with great promise for the digital world. FakeSpot, known for their browser extensions and mobile apps, provides transparency and trust to online shoppers, helping them navigate the treacherous landscape of counterfeit content. With a similar mission to Mozilla, the partnership will pave the way for a brighter and safer internet experience, as they forge ahead in writing the next chapters of the internet.
Author Saud Khalifa announces in a heartfelt letter, In Mozilla, we have found a partner that shares a similar mission as to what the future of the internet should look like, where the convergence of trust, privacy, and security play an imperative part of our digital experiences. Indeed, this union is not merely a merging of two entities, but an idea, a vision of a better digital experience for all. As modern times have made generating fake content easier than ever, tech companies such as Fakespot possess an incredible responsibility to combat the growing epidemic. Being the first entry point for consuming content, browsers like Firefox have untold potential for true innovation and shaping the future of our online experiences. In conclusion, the strategic alliance between Fakespot and Mozilla signifies a remarkable commitment toward upholding the sanctity of truth and trust in the cyber domain. It is an extraordinary moment for digital denizens who seek transparency, as they download Fakespot's Chrome and Firefox extensions to become a more informed consumer when shopping online. The future is rife with potential, and we eagerly await the fruits of such a harmonious collaboration. 2. Some personal news from natasilver.substack.com In a Silver Bulletin article titled Some Personal News, statistical analyst Nate Silver, best known for his Project 538, addresses the recent Disney layoffs that affected him and his colleagues. After working at Disney for nearly a decade, Silver acknowledges the impact of the layoffs, stating that it has forced him to reassess his future plans. Throughout the article, Silver discusses his ongoing book project about gambling and risk. He highlights some of the book's key topics, including poker, sports betting, game theory, venture capital and entrepreneurship, effective altruism, rationality and utilitarianism, existential risk, artificial intelligence, and the cryptocurrency boom. He expresses excitement for the project and explains that it is research and reporting intensive, mentioning that he has interviewed over 160 people so far. Silver also contemplates the future of his work, stating that while he wants to continue covering a broad portfolio of subjects, he is unsure how he will balance this with the upcoming 2024 elections. He emphasizes his commitment to preserving the legacy of 538's journalism and statistical tools, as he still owns the core election forecasts and can license or sell them elsewhere. In conclusion, Silver expresses optimism about his future endeavors and acknowledges his support network during this time of uncertainty. As he continues to explore his options, Silver urges readers and supporters to stay connected through updates to his newsletter. 3. Mercedes EVs can go faster for $60 a month from CNN.com. In this intriguing piece from CNN Business, we learn that Mercedes-Benz is enabling its electric vehicle, EV, owners in North America to unleash additional power and speed, for a monthly fee. The author delves into the details and implications of this new offering. For $60 a month, certain Mercedes EV owners can add 60 horsepower to their vehicle's output, while some models additionally offer 80 horsepower for $90 a month. This power upgrade, which translates into around one second faster acceleration from 0 to 60 miles per hour, is made possible via an over-the-air software update. Customers can also opt for annual subscriptions or permanent upgrades through flat fees. For example, the upgrade for an all-wheel drive Mercedes-Benz EK350 sedan is $1,950. The article highlights that Mercedes-Benz is not the only manufacturer exploring this profitable model, with Tesla, BMW, General Motors, and Stellantis also offering software-based upgrades and features. Acknowledging the potential for significant recurring revenue, some industry insiders expect that software subscriptions could eventually account for billions of dollars in annual earnings. In the context of this development, the article examines whether manufacturers risk alienating customers by charging additional fees for capabilities that vehicles already possess, like powerful motors. A list of existing subscription-based features is provided, including navigation, remote start, theft notifications, and valet mode.
Mercedes-Benz emphasizes the ongoing customization potential for customers, allowing them to adapt their vehicles to suit their unique needs and preferences. The article concludes with a telling quote from Alistair Weaver, the editor-in-chief at Edmunds.com, I bought the vehicle and it's capable of X but in order to realize it, I've got to pay extra for it. With the expansion of software-based upgrades, manufacturers will need to balance customer satisfaction with the prospect of increased revenues, a dynamic that will shape the future of EVs and their market performance. Part 10. Fun. 1. Driver Adventures for a 1999 Webcam from blog.benjojo.co.uk In this intriguing piece from the Hacker News newsletter, we dive into the story of a tech enthusiast's journey in repurposing a Logitech Quick Cam Express webcam from 1999. The webcam, which hasn't had drivers since Windows XP, proved to be a challenging yet rewarding project for the author. After confirming the device's functionality on a Windows XP platform, the author valiantly embarked on making the webcam compatible with modern operating systems. Determined to write a user space driver that would make the webcam functional across diverse OS and platforms, the author meticulously analyzed USB traffic between the virtual machine and the webcam. The discovery of the communication simplicity involving basic settings bootstrapping and isochronous data transfer laid the foundation for the user space driver. With the aid of a Linux driver named QC USB, the author successfully streamed image data and decoded the raw sensor samples. Implementing the V4L2 loopback allowed the author to create a fake video device, leading to the newly decoded webcam images being injected back into the kernel. This enabled compatibility with applications like Google Meet. The result? A fully functioning, though low-resolution, webcam for today's use. This fascinating account of technology repurposing reminds us that sometimes, it is possible to bring the past back to life with a bit of skill, perseverance, and patience. The author's determination to restore functionality to outdated devices highlights the importance of resourcefulness and adaptability in the world of technology. For those seeking to repurpose their own Logitech QuickCam Express, the author has graciously shared the required code on their GitHub repository benjojo slash QCUSB userspace. Happy tinkering! 2. Mindist, an open-source voxel game engine from Mindist.net Mindist, an open-source voxel game engine, offers players a plethora of gaming options, modding capabilities, and a supportive community. The article showcases not only the various games available for download but its ability to run on Windows, Mac OS, GNU Linux, FreeBSD, OpenBSD, DragonflyBSD, and Android platforms. The main highlight of Mindist is its flexibility, focusing on its three core features, choice in games, enormous maps, and multiplayer support. The maps offer a staggering 62,000 by 62,000 by 62,000 blocks for endless exploration and creation. Furthermore, players have the ability to change texture packs and choose from different fast map generators. For developers, Mindus presents a versatile Lua API for constructing voxel games without needing to manage complex voxel rendering or networking. This ease extends to modding as well, with over 1,100 open-source mods available on ContentDB, described as ready to be used, adapted, or learn from. The open-source nature of the engine fosters an inclusive community where individuals can find assistance, contribute to others' mods, and submit issues regarding the engine itself. So, what is the significance of Mindus to the reader? It demonstrates the strength of an open-source, community-driven project that allows for immense creativity and collaboration. Players and developers alike have endless opportunities to engage, invent, and modify games to their heart's content. As a testament to Mindus' capabilities, there is a quote from the article, you can mine 31,000 blocks down, or build 31,000 blocks up, 
emphasizing the vast possibility and epic scale it offers its users. 3. Gamebox is a programmable, turn-based, WebAssembly game platform from Extism.org. Ah, the excitement of game development, so eloquently explored in extending Fly.io's distributed turn-based game system, Part 3, Making Games, found, of course, on the Extism website. This engaging piece delves into how one can utilize Gamebox, an Elixir application that functions as an Extism host for creating multiplayer, turn-based games. As we delve deeper into the article, we gain insight into the mechanics of writing Gamebox games that harness the power of Extism plug-in development kits, PDKs. Intriguingly, these PDKs allow games to be written in a selection of languages that can then be compiled into WebAssembly, whilst Gamebox itself remains implemented in Elixir. The result? A secure, lightweight, and portable platform with incredible flexibility for the passionate game developer. The article proceeds to detail the game API, assisting the game creator by describing the required implementation and exporting of four essential functions that Gamebox will call during gameplay. A particularly enlightening portion of the text focuses on the render function, which is called each time the game board needs to be rendered, for each user watching or playing the game, and each time the state version changes. The article comprehensively explains the process, illustrating each function with code examples in JavaScript. In a particularly thought-provoking revelation, the article notes, while this is all fun and games, the implications are staggering when one thinks about the opportunity for user-generated content that becomes possible across a wide variety of applications when WebAssembly is in the mix. It points to Shopify functions and single store as examples of such potential, highlighting the versatile applications awaiting adventurous developers. The article concludes on a particularly rousing note, urging readers to join the Extism Discord community to share their ideas and enthusiasm. With Gamebox, Extism offers creators the ideal platform for game creation opportunities, all wrapped up in a neat and secure package. 4. MLB Home Run Analyzed by Ballpark Characteristics from MLB.com In the article homers that would be out of every MLB park, or one, or more than one, Mike Petriello delves into the fascinating world of baseball home runs and how they can be affected by the various ballpark dimensions. It is interesting to note that since 2016, 55% of all home runs would have gone out of every MLB park, indicating that the park plays a significant role in determining whether a hit becomes a home run or not. The article highlights the uniqueness of each ballpark, with dimensions influencing home run rates. For example, Cincinnati's Great American Ballpark is the most home run friendly park, while Kansas City's Kauffman Field and Colorado's Coors Field require significantly larger hits for the same outcome due to their larger size. It also mentions how recent changes to Baltimore's Camden Yards have created a unique environment where home runs in other parks might not make it out in this one. The article brings attention to the impact of the environment and the park for a home run success, as opposed to just the power and angle of the ball itself. Baseball enthusiasts and casual fans alike can appreciate the nuances of the game through understanding how varying park dimensions can impact a player's ability to achieve a home run. That's all for today. Thanks for listening to HackerCast.